because your mind is holding you back. Chances are it's not your body. It's not the gym you go to. It's not any of the things external to you. Stop blaming things external to you. Look inward. Start with the most powerful tool that you've got, and it is your mind. Meet your host, Andy Naylor. Andy is a men's physique transformation expert, competitive physical champion, and a multi-six-figure business owner who has helped thousands of busy, high-achieving men get into the best shape of their lives and reconnect with their inner alpha. On this show, Andy is going to share with you his playbook on feeling healthy again, avoiding the common pitfalls successful men fall into, dropping 20 to 30 pounds of fat, and building a physique you can finally be proud of. And the transformations aren't just physical either. You're going to learn how meeting your personal goals will help support your professional achievements, giving you that true alpha mentality. Let's go. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the show. I am Andy Naylor, founder and CEO of Naylor Body Design and host of the Optimal Alpha podcast. Welcome back. This is episode three. So here's a saying for you. Where the mind goes, the body follows. It has always been that way and it will always be that way. So today we're talking about mindset. Now, this is certainly an area that I find myself talking about a lot because I've over the years understood the the incredible importance of mindset. But it's also a word that's sort of knocked and kicked about quite a bit, I guess. You know, you've got to have the right mindset. You know, if your mindset's but what does mindset actually mean? Like tangibly, what is it? So today we're going to just spend 10 minutes delving into what is mindset? Like how could we possibly explain what it is so it takes it away from it just being a word, just a thing? And then also why do folks fail without it? Like what are the reasons that people tend to struggle um, if they have a poor mindset? And you can nearly see this in people. When I start to talk to, you know, uh, interested parties who want to come into our program, I can tell by their mindset whether they will be successful or not. I can tell by just speaking to someone and listening to someone um, in terms of whether they're actually going to be able to apply themselves. And this won't just be in a fitness journey. It will actually bleed out into every area of their life because how you do one thing is generally how you do everything. And then, of course, let's jump into how do you harness your mind? So now we take it away from the idea of mindset, but how do you harness your mind? So we're going to go into those things. Let me just give a little bit of a, a sort of background to here. So I've competed a number of times, probably like many people, in different parts of fitness and maybe other areas i've competed many times but for me it was physique based shows um where ultimately you are you're trying to get in incredible shape basically you're you know you're trying to take yourself to a level where you're that lean your body essentially thinks you're trying to kill it like that that's the reality of it your energy levels are up through the roof your food levels are um energy levels as in output levels as in what you're doing is up through the roof and then your input of of energy in terms of calories is down you're tired you're shattered the the paradox is is you could stop the whole thing at any point no one's making you do it you're on a journey to get on stage and get on show and on in a show and and there's the pressure around that but at any point when it's horrific and it feels bad and you could stop it but you can't stop it well some people do but i know that i couldn't when I was in prep for a show, there is no way, no way, and any other competitor I'm sure will agree with this, there is no way I would have made it to that stage, let alone be able to win shows, if I hadn't have learned to you know, deal with my mindset first. I had to learn how to visualize things. I had to learn how to become mentally unbreakable. I had to learn what my mind was capable of. 
and then learn how to maximize that for the, the show that I was trying to go into or the, the thing that I was trying to do. And then you've, you can also, once you've learned that mindset, which I did, you can then go and apply, apply it in other areas of your life. So I've certainly learned from personal experience that this is a really, really key area. Your mind is something that can be worked on. It's not just a thing that you have to put up with. It will have traits. It will have the ability to probably wind you up inside a little bit, your mind just running away with you, but you can control it. So that what is mindset? So really, I suppose mindset is your approach, your mental approach to things. So it's not just doing something as a knee-jerk reaction with no thought process. It's having a thought process before doing something, like pre-thinking it. That's a mindset. It's being thoughtful. So giving yourself the chance to not just have thoughts, but think on things. Think about if I do this, therefore this will happen. Like trying to, I guess, to some degree, look into the future and try and plan out in your mind what's going to happen before you start the physical aspects of whatever the journey might be. It's knowing that it's being measured in your approach to something. So it's, you know, sometimes not jumping all in and hoping for the best. Sometimes that works. Most often it doesn't. Most often people jump into things with no pre-thought and end up burning their fingers a little bit. And then maybe that's then a limiting belief that they'll have for the rest of their lives because they're like, oh, that thing didn't work for me. I'm never doing that again. No, that thing maybe didn't work for you because you didn't think it through. You, you didn't apply your mind beforehand. It's also knowing, this is, this is key, right? It's knowing that your mind is the most powerful tool you will ever have, ever. Your mind is the most powerful thing that you own. It is yours to harness. It is also yours to abuse, yours to just not use, which is a hell of a shame because your mind is capable of so much. And therefore, if you learn how to use that, going off and getting in the shape of your life, improving your health, improving your longevity, improving yourself in your business, relationships, whatever it might be, will become much, much easier because you're using your mind. And it's knowing that you probably need to learn to control your mind, specifically your monkey mind. There is a really good book. I sadly do not have the author's name in my mind, but it's called The Chimp Paradox. An excellent book. Excellent. If you want to understand why your mind sometimes feels out of control, go and read The Chimp Paradox. Look it up on Google. Um, really interesting book that will talk you through the different parts of your brain and why it works the way that it does. And you will read this book, right? Or other books like it, but particularly this book, and kind of go, aha, this makes sense. I recognize these things. Oh, now I recognize these things. I can start to work on them. The first step forward is understanding where we're not necessarily getting things wrong, but where we could improve. If we can't see where we can improve, well, we're, we're done. Like it's over. We've got to be able to see where we're trying to get to and the things that are holding us back. And it will be your mind first. If you want to grow bigger legs, if you want to get leaner, if you want to whatever it might be, your mind has to have gone there first because your mind goes there and your body follows. So that's a little bit of what mindset means to me. It is being thoughtful. It is being measured. It is being planned. It's then also spending time to work on your mind. And that also, you know, for sure might be things like reading, education, podcasts, ebooks, like your mind will, you need, here's something you need to consider. 
you need to keep your mind learning. Adults are particularly bad at keeping their mind learning. They, we leave school, we maybe go to college, we start, we get a job, we learn the job, and bleh, that's it. Your mind, to keep your mind active and to keep it giving you the most back, keep it learning, keep it active, keep it on its toes. It will serve you better. So why do people fail without it? So people who do not have a good mindset, they don't know where they're going. It's like monkey see, monkey do, literally. Monkey see, blind leading the blind. They don't know where they're going. They have no plan. They've had no thoughts. They've got no direction. I use the analogy of ships and compasses. If you're the captain of a ship and you sail it out of a harbour and you have, you you do not know the destination because you've not thought about it. You do not have a map and you do not have a compass. You do not have the things that you need. You're going nowhere. That ship goes out of harbour. You don't know where you're going. You don't know where, you've got no idea what you're going to go and do because that, captain of that ship didn't use his mind to pre-think what was going to happen. The mind didn't go there first. Goosed. Over. People with a poor mindset tend to give up really easily because they're only sort of looking at what's happening just in front of them. They're only really conscious of, I've done, I've been on a diet for a week and I've not lost any weight. I've not got any leaner. Nah, I'm going to give up. So it's really important that you understand these things. Poor mindset leads to poor pretty much everything else. So uh, I think also people with a poor mindset tend to not have the same resolve, the same fortitude that people with a killer, strong mindset have. People with a strong mindset will see a problem and just call it a challenge. People with a bad mindset will see a problem and give the fuck up. It's completely different. The problem could be the same for both people. Someone's view onto that problem, given whether they have a good mindset or a bad mindset, is entirely different. And therefore, the result will be entirely different. People who have a bad mindset or a poor mindset fail over and over. And they will tend to fail at the same points over and over I can't get past this point. I can't quite achieve this thing. No, because your mind is holding you back. Chances are it's not your body. It's not the gym you go to. It's not any of the things external to you. Stop blaming things external to you. Look inward. Start with the most powerful tool that you've got, and it is your mind. So how do we harness our mind? Well, this is going to be different for everybody, but here are some of the things that I've certainly found have helped me. Visualizing goals. Like everybody's mind, everybody's brain learns differently. Some people need to hear things. Some people need to read things. Some people need to create things, write things down. You need to understand what works best for you. I'm quite visual. I like to have things written down. I like to see stuff. So I create goal boards, just like you would have done when you was at school. (laughs) Get yourself a bit of card, decide what your goals are, stick them, print them out, stick them on the goal board, put that goal board up and look at the bloody thing every day. Train your mind to see those goals. You move towards that which you focus on. So bloody well focus on your goals. Train your brain. Train it to see goals. There is a really good, uh, there's a story actually. There is uh, a tennis player. It was a female tennis player. Um, And I can't think of her name, but she was probably around in the 90s and she was particularly good. And one of the things when she was traveling around on the circuit she would do is in her hotel room, she'd put thousands of, well, hundreds of tennis balls all over the place, just all around her room, her hotel room. Why? 
trained her brain to see tennis balls. The simplest thing. But her brain is now absolutely focused on little orange round tennis balls. So when she's out on court, her brain is keyed in on the one thing that matters to her. Bloody tennis balls. So do something similar. Whatever your goal is, make it visual. Put it in front of your eyes. What your eyes see, your brain is going to soak up. Right? So create goal boards. Visualize things. Here's a really good example. So I do this quite a lot. If I've got, say I'm doing a really heavy set of certain exercise, pardon me, that could be a deadlift, a hat squat, a leg press, something that is going to take everything I've got. In the two to three minutes before I do it, what am I doing? I've got my eyes closed and I am doing that set in my mind. I have already performed the set in my mind to the rep number that I hope I'm going to hit. I've trained my brain to already do the thing before I physically ask my body to do it. Visualization. So powerful, but are you using that? Another thing that I used to do in one of my preps, and in fact, I've done it in all of my preps, I would visualize in my mind something that would help me work out how well my day has gone. So I had have a list of actions that I need to get done in a day. I've got to hit my food, drink my water, get my steps in, do my training, maybe get a nap. There'd be like list of goodness knows how many things. If I could get to the end of the day and genuinely be able to tick them all, and I would probably put them in a spreadsheet and I would probably tick them. When I know that I can tick them all in my mind, there would be a wall that I was creating and I could put a brick in that wall. And it would start off as like a little wall that would maybe go around the outside of someone's garden and it'd be a brick and then a brick and then a brick. And I would, in my mind, this wall, that then, it then started to become the side of a, a castle. And as I got close, as, as this thing grew, then I'd then build a little turret on one side and shove a flag on it. And then I started to graffiti it. And I literally turned this wall into a thing. I could look at it every day. I could close my eyes and picture how many bricks were in the wall and how many left I could put in. And if I had a shit day, I couldn't put a brick in. I'd take a brick out. Just a really simple, but I was so focused on do everything I need to do so I can shut my eyes and I can put a brick in the wall and I can build this thing, mentally build this thing. So I'm mentally creating something while physically doing the work. So I found that super powerful. Thoughts become things, ladies and gentlemen. Thoughts become things. What you think could become a reality. Everything in our world, basically, that's man-made, <laughs> was just a thought at some point. Someone just thought this thing would be useful or this would solve a problem or this would be nice or whatever, and then it became a reality. Thoughts become things. So be bloody mindful of your thoughts. Be very mindful of your thoughts. Never bad self-talk, ever. If you take one thing from today, I would suggest this is it. Because too many people are very good at self-deprecating, talking themselves down. Oh, Andy, you know, God, you can stick to your diet plan so well, man. Oh, I, I could never do that. Oh, I could never do that. What a load of shit. Well, actually, now that you've just said it, no, you probably can't. Because you've just told yourself that you can't do it. There's every reason you could stick to it. But you've told yourself you can't. You've just tricked your mind into now believing it can't do something. How many times are you doing that a day? How many times have you done that this week, last month, in your life? How much is that keeping you inside your comfort zone? Think about this. The only reason you're telling yourself you can't do something is because of fear, because of fear of failure. 
fate, the fear of failure isn't even a real bloody thing. It doesn't exist. It's just your worry of the unknown. But let's say you, you know, you start to try and stick to a diet plan. What's the worst thing that can happen? You don't stick to it. But why would someone say, oh, I could never do that before they've even bloody started? So really poor mindset. Never, ever self-deprecate. Never talk yourself down. Talk yourself up. Maybe not to the level of arrogance, no. But wherever you are now, probably you could talk yourself up from where you are. There is nothing wrong with saying, I'm pretty damn good at this and I'm going to get better. And I might help some people come along the way. Like, that's just a completely different mindset. Oh, I could never do that. Oh, no, 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 no. We used to call it not in my backyard. Oh, you're really good at that thing, but not in my backyard. What a load of shit. You've got to get yourself out of that type of mindset. See it in your mind first, then go and create it. Here's another way of looking at this. Your perception of the world that you live in is simply your perception. You are looking through the world through a lens of your experiences and the stories that you've been telling yourself. The way you see the world is not the way anybody else sees it. The world is not the same for everybody. It simply isn't. Your perception into the world is what you've created. It's not what the world is. It's not what the world is. It's what you've created it to be. So if you don't like the world that you're living in, you can change it at any moment you like. Just change your bloody perception. Change the inner self-talk in your mind. The world can become whatever you want it to become. Yes, there will still be challenges. There will still be struggles. There will still be crap parts. Yes, welcome to the real world. But generally speaking, you can change your perception. Here's an easy way of doing this. Whenever something bad happens, verbalize the positive. Oh, I was going to go out for a walk today and it's absolutely throwing it down with rain. Uh, it's probably a little, you know, I can't go out there. It's raining too much. But the back garden's loving it. The flowers, the grass, like everything out there is getting a really good water. And that's one thing I haven't got to do today. It's the simplest little thing, right? You might be like, yeah, okay, I don't know how that's useful, but you try it. Every time you hear yourself say something bad, say something negative, follow it up with the positive all of the time, all the time. And then maybe maybe even help other people do it as well, which can be slightly annoying for the other people. But uh, for, for sure, right, it's, um, it's a better mindset to have. Like, I've learned to train my mind to do this. I'm not perfect at it. Of course I'm not. But I tend to see the positive in a situation as much as I possibly can. And I'll be honest, I don't normally see it immediately. But when I reflect, I'm like, aha, this happened for a reason. This was shit at the time. I now see the bigger picture. And I try to take myself back to that moment and, you know, re-fix that in my mind. It's an ongoing process. It doesn't just happen. But it's part of building a killer mindset. Outlook determines outcome. Outlook determines outcome. Where What you're looking upon, how you see it, is the outcome that you're going to get. If you look on everything out there as being negative, then welcome to a negative world. Good luck. I hope you're happy there. No one's going to be able to help you. You've got to start to sit there and go, okay, I, I need to maybe change this. One of the simplest ways of doing this is mindfulness, meditation practice. Sitting down for 10 minutes a day, shut the fuck up, breathe your nose, and try and listen to the thoughts in your mind. Realize how busy your mind is. 
I think there's a saying that's not a saying, I think there's a statistic that something like 80% of the thoughts you have today, you had yesterday and you'll have tomorrow. Like you're just on a loop. Aren't we all just on a loop? The same worries, the same fears, the same problems, the same this, the same that. 80%, give or take, the thoughts you have today, you had yesterday and you have tomorrow. Like I find that quite worrying because we're supposed to be moving forward. So a little bit of mindfulness practice. There is an app out there that I personally use called Calm. There are others. I think there's one called Headspace. There's probably a few others that are mindfulness-led practices. Very, very useful. A great way to, a great way to allow yourself space between two things, a stimulus and your reaction to it. Most people, something happens and they react quickly. And sometimes, yeah, you know, if you're in a road and a car's coming towards you, that might be useful. But in most of our world, trying to increase the size of the gap between the stimulus and your reaction helps you make better decisions. Now, bring this back into the fitness world. The stimulus, your partner saying, shall we get a bottle of wine and a pizza tonight? Just you sit back and go, hmm, is this a good idea? Now, maybe it is, maybe it isn't. But the more time you give yourself in between the Oh, pizza. Fuck it. Yes, let's have one. Or hmm, actually, while I now think about it, why don't we make something fresh from home that's just as tasty, just as nice, ticks the box, but we can quantify what we're eating. That gap, mindfulness will give you that. So ladies and gentlemen, I hope that this has been of some use today. Delving into a little bit of mindset. Remember, your mind is the most powerful tool that you've got. Put as much attention into the growth and the progression and the health of your mind and your brain, and it will it will ultimately have a positive impact into many, many other areas of your life. So thank you so much for being here. So right now, while we're launching the podcast, we have a contest going on. So for everybody who gives us a five-star review and subscribes to the podcast and follows the link inside the show notes and follows the instructions in there, you will be put into the draw to win, or two people will win, three months of coaching and training completely for free. That is five grand each, a total of 10 grand worth of uh, prizes. So that is one-to-one coaching from us as a team for two winners with the value of 5K. So if you want to be in with the opportunity of winning that amazing prize, then put yourself in with the opportunity of winning it. Give us a five-star review, subscribe to the podcast, follow the link in the show notes, and uh, you've got a chance of winning. So for today, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for being here, and I will see you next time. Over and out. Thanks so much for listening to today's show. We hope that you feel motivated to start making changes in your life so you can see those results that you've been wanting to achieve. Remember, you can do anything you set your mind to. If you love the show, please leave us a five-star review and make sure you tell your friends. If you'd like to connect with Andy, you can find him on Instagram at Andy underscore Nailer underscore Pure underscore Elite underscore Pro. I'll leave a link in the show notes as well. Talk to you again soon.